0: Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the confidence within me podcast. This is your host Nidia. Thank you for joining me again and I hope everybody had a wonderful, wonderful weekend. I wanted to talk to you guys today about a very important topic that hits very, very close to home and it's mostly going to be a very personal story. One of uh, my Instagram friends, uh I'm not sure if she's listened but she was the one that suggested this and wanted me to do an episode about this. She told me a while ago so I'm finally getting around to it. She wanted to hear about my transition from one child to another with such a large age gap. And you know that's so that's something that I wanted to talk to you guys about if you have a kid and aren't sure if you want to have more or if you're, you know, if it just hasn't happened because life, so many things happen or don't happen. And, you know, life just doesn't go as we plan it. It definitely wasn't my plan to have such a large gap between kids, but life happens. So I had Aubrey when I was 20 years old. I got pregnant at 19, my 20th birthday, I was pregnant, and then she was born a couple of months later. So I was very, very young, but I was in a relationship with her dad. We decided to get married and we were in a pretty stable relationship at the time. And I remember before I had kids, before I had her, I used to think that I was going to have another one right after. I used to tell myself I'm going to have them back to back so that they can grow up together. I have two siblings and we have very large gaps between us. I am six years older than my brother. Then my brother is eight years older than my sister, which therefore makes me 14 years older than my little sister. So... We were never close at all. If anything, we've gotten closer within the last couple of years. Now that my little sister is a teenager, she's 17 now, we've gotten closer recently. With my brother, the same thing. We always, you know, we we were in different times of our lives. I never wanted, he was always the annoying little brother. I never, you know, wanted to play with him. Not only was I six years older than him, but I was a girl and he was a boy. Then with my little sister, it was, I was a teenager. It was like, oh, nice, like, you know, I was excited and I was happy she was there, but I definitely didn't want to spend my time with a baby. So because I had those experiences and it was almost like I was an only child all along, kind of, all of us, we each did our own thing. So because of that, I used to say, I'm going to have another baby back to back. I want them to grow up together. I want them to be able to play together and like each other, unlike my siblings and I. So once again, I, I need to just shut up and not say anything because then I end up biting my tongue. And, you know, I need to, that's a lesson that I have learned that no matter how much you plan Life and God will always, you know, have different plans sometimes. So that happened. I had Aubrey and I thought I wanted a kid right away. But we were so young. Then I had her and it was rough. It was really, really rough having a baby at such a young age that there was no way. There was no way that I could have another one. And I think I did, it was just kind of like Josue and I were never on the same page. It was like, I wanted another one and he didn't. Then when he finally decided that he did, then I didn't want one and it was just a mess. Long story short, Josue and I haven't had the most stable relationship. Everything kind of went downhill when Aubrey was about two and a half. The terrible twos are a really, really tough time, and I—that was just a really stressful time in our lives. And you know, circumstances happen, and we we split up when she was two, yeah, about two and a half. So then it was on and off, on and off, and very, very unstable for a very long time. So of course there was no other kids in the mix. Like I didn't want to have another kid obviously with him he didn't want to and it just it wasn't in the books um as time went by still I it was always like are we gonna be together are we not yes no it was always like we can never make up our minds and it got to the point where I started to tell myself you know what if I don't have any more kids I will be okay because I already know what it's like to have one. I already experienced pregnancy. I already experienced everything. I didn't want to, you know, seem selfish or ungrateful. And if God already gave me the opportunity to have one kid, I told myself that was good enough for me. And if for some reason I was never in another stable relationship or if things didn't happen, um, didn't work out with me and Josue, I told myself that was fine and I was just going to have one. That was my mentality for a while. And I kind of like never worried about it again. Then, you know, you fast forward some years. Here we are again in the same unstable relationship. And um, still not planning on having kids. I remember at the time, right around the time I was pregnant, we were really working on fixing things. Um, We were doing some couple therapy and I I was at the point where I I just wanted it to be done or not. It was just, um, we're either going to do this or we're not. But anyway, I'm making this very long and about the relationship more than the kids. Point being, I ended up getting pregnant in that time and it's a crazy story. I actually ended up getting pregnant with an IUD, which is a form of birth control. I had the Paragard, which is supposed to be good for 10 years, and I was maybe on like year number eight. Um, I got it like when Aubrey was a baby, so never did, you know, that was the only thing I had used for birth control all those years, and it had never failed me, so I thought it was, like, un, like impossible. I cannot be pregnant. So, like I said, Josue and I were in the middle of, like, trying to fix our relationship. But Aubrey um, wasn't very aware of it. It was just kind of like she knew we were separated and that was it. And, you know, she went through a lot. We put her, and we're not proud of it at all, but we put her through so many emotions of she was so confused all the time. She never knew whether we were going to stay together this time for good or if we were going to break up. And I understand her frustration and I understand, you know, as parents, we made horrible choices. And so she, we hadn't told her that we were trying to work it out just because, we weren't sure ourselves and we were going to therapy. We were trying to work on ourselves before we could even make a decision, um, uh, like a stable decision and tell her or get her hopes up if we weren't sure what was going to happen. So this is when I got pregnant. So it was so scary. I got pregnant on the IUD. You know, we were in the middle of, Trying to work things out. Aubrey wasn't aware of it. It was just like so many emotions. It's like I got hit by a bus with all of this because I wasn't expecting it at all. So, you know, I mean, I got pregnant and it was just, it almost seemed like a miracle because we were like, what? You know, there's. I think the IUD is supposed to be 99.7% effective in preventing pregnancy. And so I remember when we were at the ER, um, because I was spotting and whatever, also asked the doctor, what are the odds? The doctor told them and was the mouth drop. The doctor said, this is bizarre. So it was pretty much, I called it, a, I call her my little miracle. I It was almost like, you know, we needed a sign to figure out what we were going to do with our lives. And it was just like she came and fixed everything, as crazy as it sounds. So, you know, when I got pregnant, when we both found out, we talked about it and we said, like, you know, what more of a sign do we need? And that's what we took. That's what we took it. We decided to leave everything in the past and keep continue to work on our relationship. And things just got a lot better. But we were probably our biggest fear was telling Aubrey that I was pregnant. Because, you know, we felt like we had already put her through so much. It was like, how are we gonna drop this bomb? Pretty much. So It happened, you know, it had to happen. I had to tell her at some point. So when I did, she reacted just as I thought she would. She was so upset and she was so confused. She was like, you know, I didn't even know you and daddy were together. And Aubrey's a very, very smart kid, wise beyond her years. So she's very mature. I've always spoken to her as if she was almost like another adult, because she's so smart. And she was really upset. And she made it known and said, you know, she wasn't happy about it. She was confused. And it was really understandable. And I felt we both felt really guilty because we knew we had been putting her through so much. So You know, whatever. I mean, we had to keep it going. You know, the pregnancy continued. She started warming up a little bit to it when I would take her with me to the doctor. And she got to see the baby on the ultrasounds and hear the baby's heartbeat. She warmed up and things got better. But I could tell. And, you know, as a parent, you know your kids. I knew she, she was still in shock, kind of, and she was still not, like, completely happy about it, she used to make little comments, like, I I want you to cuddle with me, or hug me, because once the new baby comes, you're not gonna hug me like this anymore, and, you know, those things were just so heartbreaking, and this was just during the pregnancy, oh, Lord, like, I had no idea what was about to hit me once the baby was actually born. So then the baby was born and it was just crazy. You know, she was really happy. And she was so happy to meet her baby sister and she was excited to be a big sister and loved her very much and her problem was never with the baby or towards the baby. She loves the baby and um cares for her tremendously, but it was You know, the resentment was towards us. And it was more like she was mad at us because she felt in her heart, we did this, you know, which we did. But this was our decision. We planned on having a baby. She didn't really understand the whole I got pregnant with the IUD thing. Um, So in her head, it was like we wanted to have another baby and that's why we did it. So when the baby came, it was just so, so hard. We, you know, I was already filled with so many emotions when you first have a baby. You know, your hormones are out of control. You're adjusting, but it was hard. It was so hard to see her. She was sad. She was so sad and I'm her mom. I know her better than anybody. And although she would try not to be and she would pretend not to be happy, but as if things were normal, I could just deep down tell how sad she was. It was a huge change. Their age difference is nine years and nine months. Yeah. Almost 10 years. Basically, the baby was born in April. Aubrey turned 10 in July. So it's an almost 10 year gap. So you can imagine she was the only child for almost 10 years. The entire universe, my entire universe, revolved around her as well as her dad. So there was now another little person here that took up a lot of attention and a lot of time from her. So it was really, really hard. And... You know, obviously, when the baby was first born, I couldn't take her to school. So, Josue's sister would come pick her up and take her to school every day. Thankfully, we had, you know, somebody to take her. But it was really hard because she felt like things had changed. Like, I wasn't taking her to school now like I always did. Um, And although she was a bigger kid and very independent but she still required like certain attention from me. And I think because she was my only kid for such a long time, although she's very independent, she was also very dependent on me and she kind of still is. She takes my opinion very, um, she values my opinion a lot. So it's always like, oh mommy, what should I wear? Mommy, this, mommy, um, what? backpack should I wear today or it's just an opinion for everything and she still needed me to do her hair so it was like sometimes I was so sleep deprived the baby didn't sleep all night and it's like barely I was falling asleep like at six o'clock in the morning in the morning or something and then it was time for her to get up and get ready for school and I didn't want to completely shut her down and be like, get ready by yourself because she wasn't used to that. And I I also didn't want her whole world to be even more turned upside down. So I would get up and help her do her hair or pack her lunch because she still didn't know how to pack her own lunch. I would still pack her lunch. So that was really, really hard. It was hard because she was a very big, she was big and independent, and you would think that you know she'd be self-sufficient. but there were a lot of things that I still helped with that I didn't want to completely take away from her, even though I knew she was capable of doing on her own, because I didn't want her to resent her sister because I didn't want her to think, "Oh well, now that the baby's here, you don't you can't do anything for me that you used to before." So that was my biggest struggle. And at the beginning, it was very, very, very hard on all of us. I would cry like every day. She would cry every day. Poor Josue was just here in the middle of it all, like not knowing what to do because I was so sad because I knew she was sad and I couldn't help but to feel guilty. I knew like I did this basically so that was really, really hard at the beginning, you know, the change, the adjustment, like now I had two kids, which was, it's still surreal to me because I had one for so long and I never thought I would have another one. So, you know, going from one child to another, it was crazy, crazy, crazy hard for me. And I, I don't mean to scare anybody because everybody's experience is different. And I hope yours is better than mine. Um, But for me, it was very, very hard. And a lot of people would tell me, you know, oh, my God, it's going to be so much easier on you because she's older and she can help you. And in that sense, it was. You know, when people used to tell me that, I used to think, okay, well, she's still only 10 years old. How much can she possibly help? But in that sense, you guys have no idea how much she did help, how much she still helps me so much because she, she was able, sometimes, you know, she was still so little when the baby was born. But one time I think baby was like two, three days old when we came home from the hospital and Josue and I didn't speak, um, didn't sleep like all night. And she woke up like at seven in the morning and was like, mommy, I could take it from here. And she sat in the rocking chair and just held her baby sister. Of course, the baby by that time wanted to sleep because she didn't sleep all night. But she held her and took care of the baby while we slept for like a good three hours probably. So I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh my God, people were not kidding when they said that she would be able to help. So in that sense, it is a big help and it is you know she has been very helpful but there's always that very very thin line that I don't know what is okay I don't want her to feel like she's obligated to take care of her sister because she's not her mom I don't want her to have this huge responsibility like she can't be a kid or she still can't do her own thing because she has to take care of her baby sister. But then there are times when I really need her. When I really need her. And she's able to help me. So I do. I I do ask her to. So there's just like a really thin line. And that's something that I struggle with every day. Like to what level am I, you know, able to ask for her help or to have her help me without her feeling like I'm just throwing all of this responsibility on her. Um, so that's something that I'm still trying to figure out and I I still am trying to balance, find some balance because it's different every day. I have different things to do every day and you know, some days I feel better than others, some days I feel a lot more overwhelmed than I, than I do other days. So it's just like I have to take it day by day, but um, it's hard. For me, it has been very, very hard. And I always tell people, like, having one kid uh, now feels like literally having none. Like, having one kid was so easy, I feel. And especially by the time that I got pregnant. She was already eight years old, self-sufficient, like, You know, I could sleep in late. She could pour herself cereal and eat. I could, if I wanted to go out or go somewhere, she literally could stay with anybody. And not anybody, but any family member could watch her. Or, you know, she has friends that she could hang out with. She was just so much easier to entertain at that age. So it was like having a kid. It was super, super easy for me by that time. And then, boom, here comes the second one. And it was just like, it was, it was a big, big change for all of us. And unfortunately, I didn't handle it as well as I could, I don't think. I'm still really trying to figure it out because it, it feels like a lot, a lot for me. Um, you know, having two kids, it's like, especially the, the such different ages, like, I find myself like I feel bad because I don't do a lot of stuff that like I feel I would have done with Aubrey because she was my first with the baby because I obviously can't take her to like these little tiny playgrounds or to the park because Aubrey doesn't really want to do that anymore. So I kind of feel like sometimes I don't do things for the baby that I would have done for Aubrey. And then I get that sense of guilt there so it's just been a lot, a lot to handle for me. Um, I'm not sure if I, I guess it was postpartum depression, but I do feel like a big part of it was the way that Aubrey handled it. I do feel like if Aubrey would have handled it differently and if Aubrey would have been happy and if Aubrey wouldn't have been so upset about the whole situation, I do think I would have felt better. But who knows? That's the situation that I was in. And so for me, it has been very, very, very hard. And, you know, sometimes I feel, I feel so weak because I feel like I, was able to work full time when I had Aubrey, I was able to have a family, I was able to come home, I was able to do everything. And I don't remember feeling like I feel now back then. So it's made me feel very, no, I wouldn't say worthless, but kind of like, why? Why can I not handle having two kids? So many people have three, four, five. Why am I having such a hard time with two? And for me, it's it's been a real struggle. And I don't know if it's, the like I said, age different. I'm sure a difference. I'm sure, you know, having two little ones is really, really hard too. I can't imagine doing that either. I told myself that maybe we would have another one. Um, right after Riley, so that she could have somebody to grow up with, because Aubrey already grew up on her own. But now, seeing how I'm handling having two, it just feels like if I if I have three, I'm gonna lose my mind. So I don't know, moms of three, if you feel like, because I I was reading online that. For some reason, transitioning from one kid to two is the hardest out of all of them, even from none to one. Um, So I don't know what it is. I don't know if that's if that's true for everybody. But for me, it, it has been really, really hard. So if you had two kids or, you know, you went from one to two and had a really hard time, just like I'm having, and then you went for a third one and it wasn't as hard, please let me know. Or if it was harder, let me know as well. Because I honestly don't know how people that have more than two kids do it. Because I'm having such a hard time coping with it. But like I said, that's just me. I don't mean to scare anybody. And I hope that your experience will be different. I hope that if you have a big age gap in between your kids hopefully your child will by then understand more than Aubrey did because she was still I mean kind of like like I feel like maybe if I had another one now she's 11 she's so mature and she's matured so much after having a baby sister that I feel like things would be different but she was still right at that like very difficult age And I also think maybe the fact that it was another girl, she kind of felt like, you know, overthrown. I don't know, but I've had a hard time and I'm still trying to deal with it every day. There are different struggles every single day. But at the end of the day, you know, I don't think any of us would change it for anything in the world. I'm so blessed to have them both. I'm so happy. And that was just my experience. So you know, if you guys have any questions or any more, you know, things that you'd like me to talk about in regards to this topic, please feel free to let me know. I'm gonna, you know, leave it here, but I'm gonna, you know, finish the episode here. You guys know where to find me. I'm on Instagram at NidiaE88. Please let me know still um, what you guys think. I am also now on Apple podcast so please 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 go on subscribe leave a positive review if you can um all of that is really greatly appreciated and I'm really happy that you guys are still listening and please let me know what you guys think you guys I'm always open to suggestions like I always tell you guys so if there's anything else you guys would like to know please let me know and that's it. I hope you guys have a wonderful, wonderful week. And always remember there is confidence within us all, no matter what we are going through. Thank you and have a good night.